what's up, dudes? What's up, dude? What's up, dudes? <laughs> how, how's uh, how's everyone doing? Everyone recovered? Great. How you doing? Phenomenal. Good, good. Yeah, I'm feeling great. We had a, we had a fun weekend. Justin's <laughs> wedding. Yeah. That was a great time. It was a great time. What a time. Lived up to the hype. I would say probably had the best best man speech of all time. I think I think it might be. That was incredible. But I expected nothing less. Right. We we had we believed in Jesse and he came through. When Jesse you're interpretive delivered. dancing twins in a womb and a birth a full birthing scene, and that's only one part of your best man speech, that's a pretty good uh People incredible. sometimes get worried yeah. about a best man speech being too long. I just wanted him to keep going. He yeah. owned the stage. You should have just it kept was, Beautiful. I, I think that's a, without question, top three wedding I have ever been to. Oh, it was so fun. That yeah, dance year for weddings. It was such a good time. The band, great oh, time. Fun. But yeah, congratulations, Justin. Yeah, and you too, Jesse. And we and we partied the night away at the casino, and, and the blackjack table got hot for about seven straight shoes. It was a it was a blast. <laughs> yes, it was. Also, Loki, that photo booth was the best photo booth I've ever seen. It was like a full old school camper built out. That was sweet. They must have they must have paid up for a little premium package there. <laughs> Great job all around. Yeah, we appreciate it. Um, getting back to football. Bikes won last week. Whew! We're five and one going into the bye. Five and one going into the bye. Unreal, man. Unreal. I. It's all you could have hoped for. We'll get into that a little bit later, though. Absolutely. Timberwolves played last night. They home opener, season opener. They Let's won. Let's go, Wolves. You know, us Minnesota boys, we're going to – it's going to be a fun fun fall here with the, the different sports we got going on. I'm going to the game with Tanner and Corbin this week on Friday, tomorrow. Nice. Pretty excited about it. It's going to be a good time. Play the Jazz. It'll be good. Absolutely. Um yeah, I mean we're we're on to week seven of the the NFL season here. Uh, Manny Cast is back on Monday, so I always tune in for that. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, I think you guys ready to just get into our puff puff pieces? Let's do it. All right, I got to start it out with my favorite uh, Twitter post of the last week, and it's really the follow up uh, post that happened afterward. But um, this Patriots rookie Brendan Schooler recovered a fumble. And uh, he tried to give the game ball to Bill Belichick, like a like a dog, like bringing a dead squirrel to his owner. And he's like, "Why, why are you giving me this?" It's hilarious, like a fifteen second video that's out there. And someone commented, he was like, kind of hating on Bill. He goes, "Bill Belichick is literally has no people skills. I don't know why people like him. Honestly, what a tool." And someone says, "What the hell do you want him to do? Take the ball and start doing the gritty?" <laughs> <laughs> That would be legendary, though. That would that would that would break the internet. I'm just picturing it in my head. Bill Belichick just grabs the ball. Let's do the gritty. It's a random in. special teamer. Oh, it'd be so funny. I want someone Speaking to just like make existence. a Photoshop of that or something, just just for us. Yeah, I need like a real fake video of of him doing that. Uh, <laughs> Garrett, what else do we got? Ah, uh, we have some. Uh, well, we can talk about this. Russ in the second half in overtime. Oh, God. Three for 11 for 15 yards. Zero touchdowns. Unreal. Three of 11, 15 yards. And they, they were like tied the entire second half. Man, 
Every Broncos game is just ugly. And that it's defense so is good. The if, defense if, is if, so if good. If Russ was actually good, this would be such a good team. He's too small. He's just not good. <laughs> He's small. Yeah, and he started off hot 10 for 10 with a touchdown drive. And you're like, wait, maybe they figured something out. And then just <laughs> the whole rest of the way. It was crazy. I mean, I mean, you're looking at some of the worst quarterbacks in the league, and they put up more than 15 yards in a quarter. It's, I don't. Yeah. Even, you can't even explain it. It's un, It's crazy. Yeah, and, and after the game, it came out that he's uh, suffering from a new injury, a hamstring injury, but he said it's getting better every day. And then he said, I quote, I heal quick. It's Wolverine blood or something. Who says that? <laughs> this dude is a he's a loser. <laughs> yeah, he, he is, he's, a, he's a weird guy. Yeah, I mean, I love that we can all make fun of him, but he's just so weird, man. So cringe. I just cringe weird every dude. time stuff comes and, out. And like... I don't know what it was, but like it, it like wasn't as big in Seattle. But now that he's in Denver, it's every single week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's they well they had him tagged as the next Peyton Manning for the Broncos. Like he was, you know, and I mean, there's still a very tiny chance after this year they get a better head coach and they can work with him. But honestly, like this seems like a lost year, and it could be a completely lost contract, and this could go down. I mean, this is a potential to go down as an absolute <laughs> disaster. It absolutely could. It's like the worst trade of the 2000s. You trade two picks for him, give him six years, $250 million, and then, and then he's this bad. Yeah. And you can't even blame the Broncos. I would do the exact same no, thing. Right. <laughs> if, 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 if the Vikes did that before the season and we traded Kirk and we got Russ <laughs> – I probably would have been happy. Oh, absolutely. I, I would have been like, oh, I don't know. That's a lot of money. But then you, I'd be like, you know what? It's Russ. He's won a Super yeah. Bowl. He's been a good quarterback. He could do yeah. well for us. And man, am I happy we did not make that choice. If, if Pat, Patrick Beverly, of the, formerly of the Timberwolves, was a football player and he just like tackled Russ once, you know he's putting his hand right by the floor and he says, too small. This guy is too <laughs> small. He can't see over his line. I mean, he can't do anything. Um, I think Nathaniel Hackett's getting fired midseason, and it's already a lost cause. Crazy. We had some uh, NFL news for like the first time this year. Some trades, some some actual interesting yeah, stuff that's not NFL just an injury. Trade deadline's coming up. Um, and kind of like weird stories, too, coming out now, too. Uh, Robbie Anderson gets kicked out of the game by his own coach on the sideline. A day later, because Marquise Brown gets injured... He's traded to the Cardinals. Yeah, he's playing tonight. Is he playing tonight? I think he wasn't. He wasn't inactive. Interesting. Um, either, either way, yeah, it's wild. That that is uh, not a, not quite Antonio Brown like, but it's uh, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, you get kicked out of games by your own coach very often. We got Elijah Moore too, kind of talking shit about the the Jets, and he Takes officially a requested a trade today, and they said no, we're not trading him. <laughs> like, nah, we still got to have a rookie deal. <laughs> And Akers has got issues. He's really hot on the trade block. Christian McCaffrey talks picked back up. So we got we got an exciting NFL trade deadline. Let's hope let's hope something comes of it. Did you even see? I mean, I don't believe it. It seemed like a a fake headline. But did you even see people were like Claypool to the Packers? <laughs> like the most random. Oh, absolutely. Going around. No, someone someone said like it's like a super hot rumor that Claypool is going to the Packers. So he'd be pretty good there. Yeah, they just need any wide receiver. Yeah, help. They do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, speaking of needing wide receiver help, Garrett, do you want me to quick touch on the waivers um, and kind of a little reaction on that? Or, or yeah, we could we could just go really quick through it. Um, probably not much reaction because we got something big to talk about. <laughs> yes, we do. 
quick quick talk on the waivers here. I mean, hot guys this week, just crappy running backs, Latavius Murray, Kenyon Drake. They had big weeks last week, so maybe they see more carries going forward. I mean, Murray went for $15 in our, our main league, and, and Kenyon Drake for $7. So it's not like a break-your-bank guy. But 21 in Dynasty was was a lot, Zach. Yeah, no one else bid on him. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> Zero. His <laughs> running backs are so bad. You know, when you want a guy. Uh, Greg Dolchich went for for eight dollars in in Dynasty, so that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, but with with this week mean. being kind of like bye week hell, like there's a lot of strong offenses um, that people need to add players on the waivers to fill out their roster. There were some really good players that were dropped this week. There were um, in our our main league. We saw the likes of Jerry Judy, Darren Waller, Cousins, Knox, Michael Carter. You know, some decent guys get dropped, but someone Matt. Bought Jerry Judy off waivers today for uh, like twenty eight dollars. Waller, or sorry, yeah, Darren Waller, which for twenty eight dollars. No one else I mean, bid on Waller. I mean, if if you needed a tight end, great. But I mean, I I wouldn't have bid a dollar on him when I have Kelsey or Andrews. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but I was surprised that no one else bid because, like, I mean, outside of those top two guys, it's such a wasteland. I mean, I guess Goddard too has been great in Joku, but it's such a wasteland. I would have thought that a lot of a lot of people be bidding for him at this point, but I was the same way. I mean, I, I feel good with Kittle, and I feel them, you know, kind of on that similar level, so I wasn't going to bid on him, but I was surprised there wasn't Waller, more bid, honestly. Waller might not play this week, and uh, Matt is my opponent in our, our Give Me Some League, and he has no players projected in the top 25 this week. Wow. Everybody's on by? Yeah. yeah. I think he's got cool. – Cooper Cup and AJ Brown on by. And watch him put up like 130 or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Best team in the league. But, but, but my out, team man. has drastically changed, uh, not due to waivers this week, but uh, to a trade that I made with you, Garrett, today. This morning. This morning, yeah. Ooh, and it's a big one. It is. It's, uh, it's a really interesting trade before we say it um, because we both have top tight ends and we both have top running backs and we swapped them. Pretty much plus, so we yeah. added a little bit, but nothing, nothing game changing, right? Nothing league changing, probably. And now Keaton thinks that it was a. Uh... Oh, Keaton thinks that I got fleeced, <laughs> and I, I do not feel that way. I, I'm like, I can understand <laughs> how you might take Zach's side. I can understand how you take my side, but this is no fleecer. And yeah, so the trade is, <laughs> uh, I receive Christian McCaffrey, Travis Kelsey. Can you possibly get fleeced if you get those two players? <laughs> um, Daryl Henderson and Brandon Ayuk. And I gave away to Zach, Derek Henry, Mark Andrews, Najee Harris. Dang. Big trade. Those are our two best players that we swapped. Yeah, I don't think I've ever made a trade like that with anyone. Yeah. Swapping your two best players on your team. And then a little extra on top of that. Yeah, I mean, I like that Najee has upside, but I also like that he's got, you know, a floor where if I do start him, he's not going to get zero or two points. He's going to get me at least like six or eight, even right. in his down weeks. And and I think if Daryl holds on to the job, he's probably that too, but doesn't have as many big weeks. Yeah. Um, but, but then adding at this point, all four of these guys would be first round picks if you did the draft over. So it's really a oh, massive yeah. trade. For sure. Like all the four <laughs> yeah, of the sure. guys. And so it's, I mean, it's a freaking blockbuster. Let's get your reaction, Brayden. Yeah, what's we, your, we both what's kind your of reaction? About it. I was trying to soak it in. Um, honestly, I mean, I, it's, I mean, when you're trading Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey, swapping them and swapping Kelsey and Andrews, it's, to me, it's, 
I mean, it could go either way. It almost feels like a lateral move in a way. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's totally it's, a lateral. It's totally it's, a lateral. When, when we first talked about it, that's what I thought. I was like, this is just a weird trade. But sorry, go ahead. <laughs> it's like you just like individually like those players better, which I totally get. So when I was looking at it, I was just kind of looking at like McCaffrey's schedule, for example. And um, I think that right now, I, I would say um, – the trade when I was looking at the schedule, like I think McCaffrey has a little bit tougher of a matchup this week than Henry. So like I would say maybe this week it might hurt you a teeny bit. And then I was looking at the buys and it looks like um, Kelsey, I think, has his buy when you face Zach. So that, you know, that obviously hurts a little <laughs> bit. But, um, got him. <laughs> got him. But um, you got to look at the like, schedules when you're making a trade. Okay. I'm, not, yeah. I'm never going to look at who I'm facing schedule. I'm totally going to look at who I play schedule. I need to put up points. I don't need to beat the other guy. If I'm not putting up 115 points, then I got lucky on my win. Yeah. Oh, totally. 100%. So I was just thinking about it from that perspective. But, I mean, I'm so low on Najee right now. It's crazy. And it could come back to bite yeah, me in the same. butt. But. Um, but you're right. I mean, he's dependable RB death. It, it's so weird. It honestly feels like such a lateral move. Like I know that Garrett needed a wide receiver and IU <laughs> definitely has potential. I think that, uh, but it's, it's really just like, who do you like better? It feels like at this point, I mean, um, McCaffrey is obviously a freaking beast. So like he gets those receptions. So it does feel a little safer, I guess. But I mean, I think Henry might've been out. Has Henry been doing a little so better so far? So I mean, it really just like, if you like the schedule is better or what, but, um, no, I think it's a great trade. I just don't – I can't say that anyone necessarily won or anything like that or, yeah. you know, I, I, it's a we'll good trade. We'll find out though. when – I can't believe one of those four guys gets hurt and misses right. time, then the other guy wins the trade. Yeah, but <laughs> really the only, the only thing is, Keaton, this was no fleece on either side. <laughs> no. Unless you think Najee is still a first-round running back, this was not a fleece. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm excited. I'm glad that I, I traded you, Kelsey, and we play each other on Kelsey's bye. Because I said I need to beat Garrett that week to really have a shot to lock up, you know, like a guaranteed playoff spot. I love that. And Man. so, yeah, you got to dig deep to, to get the right trades. But it's like I could literally see Andrews outscoring Kelsey this year and vice versa the rest of the way. You know, it just like it could literally go either way. So it's, For sure. It's and, when, and, when, and when Christian McCaffrey goes to the Bills – I'm going to have the greatest player in fantasy football history. <laughs> to I'm worried four, that four touchdowns a game for the Bills. Him, him on the Bills. They're just the going to they're going to forget about uh, where he'd be best. Oh, guys, he would obviously be best on the Chiefs. Oh, he would thrive there. Oh man, him and him and Kelsey would both go off. Get get 14 catches a game. Yeah, it'd be insane. It'd be great. What do you think about the Niners? I think that's a sneaky grade. Great setup because I think that's where they would actually make him a focal point of the offense and just ride that run and use that zone scheme. There's a lot of good places he could go. There's a lot, yeah. I mean, he's he's in the worst offense in the NFL (laughs) right now, and he's still a beast. Yeah. There was one other minor trade that happened in our dynasty league uh, between you two, um, Aaron Braden. What's what was the thought behind this little trade? Braden, go ahead. Yeah, well, I was in Minnesota, and me and Gary were like, we need to make a freaking trade, and so we're talking a lot about trades in general, but I've just, in general, been feeling like there's a huge gap um, on my team at quarterback. I mean, I had Russell Wilson, and then Jared Goff was looking good, but you don't want to trust in him long term, and then he put up that dud, so I was, you know, I feel like I have a really good core, and I just needed a long-term quarterback, and I mean... 
the guy I went after, I do not like one bit, but at the same time, he's also the cheapest top five potential quarterback uh, long term. And so, um, and I knew that Garrett had a ton of quarterbacks. So we were just talking and I was like, you know, I'm willing to give a, you know, a second and, and a running back. And we talked about Daryl Melvin, a couple other people, and then we ended up going with Melvin, which, um, didn't end up going great that last week. Not, 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 not after one week. <laughs> I do think he's going to um, get it back. You know, I, I think he's going to be the guy. I think it was just weird, but we'll see. I'm, I'm hoping so, at least, because I wasn't trying to screw you over or anything. But either way, a second is good. But what, what, what were your thoughts on <laughs> that? Melvin Gordon didn't know that he was going to be benched. If you somehow <laughs> knew that last week, that would have been robbery. <laughs> right. I got my sources. I'm in Denver, man. Like, I, got, I know people. He's got Ian Rappaport. <laughs> Saw Nathaniel Hackett at the airport. And he told him, he's like, I'm not feeling Melvin this game. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I felt like it was uh, pretty much no brainer for me. Um, I know when I was just talking with Zach briefly about it afterwards, Zach was like, I would have taken a second and then called it a day yeah. for Deshaun Watson. Like he would have been happy with that. So for me, not only to get that, which I wanted uh, plus some in Melvin who could help me this year. And man, my team is so deep. They are not elite, but like I can play the matchups and I can win this thing this year. Well, and and you have Josh year. Allen, and I've and I've Josh Allen, so you can always win Josh the Stallion. Allen. Yeah, um, and so yeah, I knew I, that I, he I was. Now and let's go. I was gonna say I know he's a lot cheaper than um, you know if I wanted to go out for a Lamar or Herbert or anything like that. So I was like, I'll give him you know I'll give him a good deal and I'll get a good deal. So uh, like we it. also got to mention it's not on the list, but. Uh, we got to mention what set up your guys' trade. I, I don't think we mentioned it last week, right? The James Robinson for Najee? Or, no, we did. We did. You're we right. did. We, we did. talked about it. We talked about it. In length. That's right. We definitely did uh, talk about it in length. But if, <laughs> so it netted me Najee and his terrible, terrible season that I'm going to endure the rest of the year. So <laughs> I'm fine with it. Um, I think it's time that we get into our first segment here, the Budding Stars. Um, it's where we talk about guys that are owned in 50% of leagues and 25% of leagues. Um, that we think you should stash on your bench this week uh, because you know the long-term outlook on these guys are good. So, Garrett, do you want to start us off with your um, player that's owned in less than 50% of leagues? Yeah. We talked about him briefly already. Uh, Robbie Anderson. I mean, probably not going to do a whole lot, but, hey, it's they just traded something for him. But I, don't, I don't even know what the trade it was. It was a sixth and a seventh. Six and a seven. So, so you gave up something to get him. You're obviously looking for another wide receiver in that room. Maybe give it two or three weeks. See if he's a point of the offense, and then you might have got a good receiver for cheap that's going to be used. But it, it may not go anywhere. But I mean, there's not a. I don't think there's a ton right now available. Um, I think that's a fine move. Oh, Brandon. Yeah, I highlight, I've actually highlighted him before, but I had to bring it up again because he actually, I mean, he was kind of the focal point of the offense weirdly last week. But Robert Tanyan, if you're looking for, for some tight end help, if he's still out there, it looks like he is uh, less than 50% owned. But um, yeah, they're just, I mean, they're looking for anybody that can catch balls right now, and Robert's getting better. So I don't think he's any kind of super high ceiling guy um, until their offense really gets rolling. But, I mean, he's, he's a really solid tight end to pick up if you're in need. For sure. Um, the guy I have is, is maybe for a little bit more of an in-depth reason, but it's Alec Pierce, wide receiver for the Indianapolis Colts. Um, he's a rookie. He's looking really good. Um, I mean, pretty good. It's the Colts. But uh, he goes against the Titans this week, and he 
played them once already this year, and that was like his breakout game. And so if you stash Alec Pierce on your bench this week and he has another 15, 20-point game against the Titans, sell him. All right? It's the Colts. <laughs> I think that, that his, his value is going to go up after this week. So um, that's that's my guy. But the guy I had that's owned in less than 25% of leagues that I absolutely love was a key reason why I traded away Daryl Henderson. It's uh, Kyron or Kieran Williams, the – Rookie running back out of Notre Dame for the, the LA Rams. Um, he was put on IR like in the first game he was going to play. He, he, he was going to be like the starter. He got injured either on the sideline or the on like the first the first snap. <laughs> yeah, so, something like that. Yeah. So um, he was he was rumored to be the starter going into that game, and he never got to play. And um, he's out on bye this week. He's still on IR, so you can stash him on an IR. And uh, when he does play. I think that he could own the, the Rams job the rest of the year once he gets going. All right. I went with Greg Dolchich. Uh, I, I, I saw a little about hype about him. He was uh, the second. Second tight end in the draft. drafted. Second tight end to, in to the, the draft. Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos, yep. Um, saw a little bit about him before the game, and there was a lot of just hype surrounding him. Comes out, catches a 35-yard touchdown, uh, gets another catch in the game. But for you to be out so far all season, you come and play your first game, your first catch is a touchdown. Yeah, you're the starting tight end. Like they're trying to make you a focal point in this offense or a weapon that they didn't have. Um, so I'm excited to see what he does. I think he's definitely worth a stash in Dynasty. For sure. Yeah, no, no question. Um, and if you have one of those bottom three or four tight ends that are startable, might be worth a pickup and stash and see what happens. For sure. Brandon, who's your last guy? Yeah, I just want to add to that. I agree with that. Uh, and another thing that's big is Albert O. You know, they've they've been having him as a healthy and active. So he's in the doghouse for some reason. I think he is on the trade deadline. But uh, my guy, so me and Zach both throwing the guys that got stashed in IR, but um, my guy's Gus, Gus Edwards. Um, you know, obviously J.K. Dobbins has been having some some interesting stuff going on. I think, you know, he's coming back from the injury. And they said his knee tightened up. Um and they're just not really giving him a big load, and he's showing that he, you know, he's also been hurt. So, um, you know, Gus, I know that he still has to come back from in, an injury of his own, but he's always been a solid running back for the Ravens. And honestly, I could see Dobbins, you know, maybe either re-injuring or just taking a lesser role, and they they almost split it more evenly with Gus, you know. And and if not, I mean, you have, you still have that that injury risk of if Dobbins gets hurt, um, he could be great. So that's my my choice, Gus Edwards. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, it's time to get into uh, probably our most interesting, useful segment here. It's who's higher. Uh, do a little trade talk, a little value check on certain players. Buy high, sell high, buy low, sell low. Um, Garrett, who's the first guy you wanted to, to check the value on uh, for maybe a rising? DeAndre Hopkins. Plays tonight. Plays tonight. Uh, I, I hate doing Thursday players, but he's so intriguing. Yeah, um, a lot's going to be found out. Yeah, a lot's going to be found out tonight. Uh, it's his first game back. It's not from injury. It's from PED. So you, you assume he's coming onto the field. He's going to play a lot. He's going to be the wide receiver one because Marquise Brown just went down. And Marquise Brown's a top five receiver in fantasy football right yeah. now. So it's like, is this all going to hop? Is Rondell Moore going to take on a bigger role? But if you could buy DeAndre Hopkins right now, what what do you pay for? Let, let's, let's estimate that he has like a 15-point game tonight. Yeah. Okay, he gets a touchdown. He gets seventy yards. Um, are you willing to pay like wide receiver one 
almost levels to get him. I, I can't. He just he just wasn't that good at the end of the season. This offense just isn't that good. I wouldn't do it. I I definitely top end tight or wide receiver two. So like wide receiver 14, 15, somewhere in that range. Who would you rather have, Damian Pierce or DeAndre Hopkins? If Hopkins has a solid game tonight, I think I'd rather have Damian Pierce. Okay, I think that's fair. I'd probably rather keep Pierce. Ezekiel Brady? Elliott, Pierce. I'd probably rather rather keep Pierce. I think the only thing you're running into with Hopkins is that the people that got him, they've been holding him this whole time, like waiting for his comeback and to hold him and then trade him right when he gets healthy would be would be tough, you know, yeah. unless you're would like you, trying to sell would have Would you rather have Zeke and Adam Thielen or DeAndre Hopkins? DeAndre Hopkins. Probably DeAndre Hopkins, yeah. All right, all right. Just trying to, trying to gauge it. Somewhere between Damian Pierce and Zeke, maybe you need a little plus because the, the owner is going to value him higher than right, especially when they held um and marquise brown just got hurt if you got to buy before that injury it might be a little bit different okay um brayden who, who'd you want to check the value on so my guy is alvin Kamara. um i just think you know right now he, his usage is great um, i think he's also doing a lot better with andy dalton starting and even though Jameis is healthy this week they're playing dalton so they could stick with him for a little bit or kind of slip through we'll see but um he seems to get a ton of targets with Dalton and, and he's not getting, you know, he hasn't had that big boom game yet. For, he hasn't been getting the touchdown. So I just think you could get him for a decent price because the owners are frustrated. So this is a tough one. Um, well, again, he's playing tonight. So we have yeah. to factor in that we think so, he has so, a good so, so, game yeah, tonight. If he has a 15-point game tonight, maybe he gets, maybe he gets a 17-point game tonight. 17-point game, yeah, sure. What, what, would you, what would you trade to get Alvin Kamara – on your team the following week. I think you can trade Dalvin. I think that's I think that's where he's at. I think that's similar range. I would say if if he doesn't have a very good game, Dalvin's worth more than Alvin. Sure. Uh, I think or, that's a good I mean I, I prefer Alvin, I think. Okay. How about how about Jacobs? I prefer Jacobs. I prefer Jacobs. I prefer, I prefer Jacobs. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, he's, that's, he's where, top that's five crazy. For sure. that's where we're at. It's insane. Okay. Um, so Dalvin's close. Mixon's yeah. Mixon's too low. Mixon would be too low. I, I'd rather sure. have Camara. Yeah. All right. There you go. Um, the guy I wanted to talk about, I guess I've mentioned his name already, Damian Pierce. I, he just got done with his bye. So, you know, you haven't seen him play for a week. But he's been so good. The focal point of that offense, a 20-carry-a-week kind of guy. Um, I mean, you want him on your team. What are you What are you willing to trade to get him? Man. Um I think you could trade, or I would trade. If it were like a two for one, I, I, I oh man, I don't want to make it my own players. I could, I guess. Why not? Sure, if you want. Um, like <laughs> maybe Amari Cooper and David Montgomery. Okay. So probably somebody who's playing like a high end wide receiver two. He's actually wide receiver eleven. So wide receiver one so far this year. Three twenty point games. Feels like a like wide receiver two. Definitely, yeah, for sure, for sure. That and that's what I'm. That's where I'm ranking him. Uh, yeah. A wide receiver two and a running back two. So okay. if you're getting a, a two top twenty players at their position for a for potential top, top 12. twelve guy, mm-hmm. then I think that's probably a somewhat fair deal if you if you just just if you need that position i'd definitely be willing to accept that if like i needed cooper like if i only had one good wide receiver yeah and i had damian pierce as my like rb3 
you know, you can still start David Montgomery as your RB3, but now you've got a good receiver too. Right, exactly. Uh, I like that. Um, any any trade check that we want to do on some falling guys here? Um, just because I don't think he's falling, DeAndre Swift. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. He, he, he was low. He's a he, buy low. Yeah, still. he's still technically a buy low. Um, I'm going to talk about him a little bit later on uh, in a different segment here tonight, so I won't go too far in depth with it. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. I mean, DeAndre Swift just got done with his buy, and he was injured for the last couple weeks. Um, and he, he's like 50-50 on if he's going to play this week or not, it sounds like. Yep. I mean, he, he's probably going to play some. Probably going to play. Um, but, I mean, he's got the ceiling of being a top five back the rest of the year. Right. So if you can get him for Damian Pierce and uh, Adam Thielen. I don't know. I think Amari Cooper would Amari be like Cooper? better. I yeah. think you'd have to pay that, that low-end RB1 or high-end RB2 Plus a, a starting wide receiver too. Maybe Cooper's. Do you? Because you know Jamal's still going to be on that offense, and, yeah. and he might be a touchdown vulture. We've seen it. You're right. You're right. Like, I don't know if he's worth that. He might be. He might be. <laughs> but I don't I know if I'd pay that when he was healthy. So so Braden, would you he put would up you a 25 take... point game to start off the season, even with um with Jamal vulturing multiple touchdowns? Would you do That's Pierce tough, and Amari Cooper for DeAndre Swift? What side probably, do you like? Probably, yeah. I'd probably take. Uh, I'd probably take Swift. I think I'd take. I think I'd take Pierce and Cooper. I don't know if I have run, or wide receiver depth. I would. I'd be fine getting rid of Cooper. Yeah, I guess if he's your three yeah, or four. If, three. Yeah, especially if he's your four. But if he's your three, you probably could still do that to get yeah. DeAndre. Yeah, I, I think that's it's just that line. receiving work. And he's so explosive, yeah. you know. It's like he can put up 30 points a week easy. Um, I just want to quick check the value on uh, T. Higgins. Uh, coming back from injury, um, you know, he had decent target share last game, but he had, he had a zero because he didn't play really. He was active but didn't play the week before. Can, can he still buy low-ish on T. Higgins? I think you still buy low-ish. Um, Jamar just chased his head this big game. Um, yeah, I think you, I think you can buy low-ish on T. Higgins. Would you do like a, a Mike Williams and Tony Pollard to get T. Higgins? Would Would you rather? I would give that up, um, but I wouldn't accept it if I were the T. Higgins owner. Okay. What about <sighs> Mike Williams? Is fine. It just needs to be a better running back. Yeah. Najee. I think Najee and Mike Williams is too much I think to get that's, T. Higgins. I, I think that's about right. Uh, now, it might, it might be too much, but it's close. It's close. Brayden really has value on Najee. It depends on if you think that Bengals offense is going to be what it was last year, if you think they can pick it up, because he's worth it if you think they can, if you feel optimistic for that. But I've been trying to get T for a while. Yeah, I've made a few I, offers for T this year. I'd probably do that if I had the RB depth to get rid of Najee, honestly, to get T. I'm not a big Mike Williams. I mean, he's going to be great, but he's so he's so boomer bust. He just, I'd like T better. All right, same. Um, I don't know, Brendan, did you need to talk any more value check, or were you ready to get into uh, the want to talk trash? Oh, I'm ready, man. I, the only thing I want to throw out is just Zeke has a good schedule coming up, and he might be able to get him cheap. So I'm ready. Let's let's talk trash. Okay, okay. This week, you can tell from the title, 
We've got Garrett facing off versus Braden in the Gimme Some League. Garrett is four and two. Braden is three and three. Neither one of them deserves to be what they are based on how many points they scored. But here we are. We've got eight out of the ten teams in our league at five hundred or above. It's crazy. Which is unheard of. And two teams at zero and six. Yeah, they're, they're bringing everybody. They're bringing everybody scores but up. This this matchup it it's going to be big. This is a big matchup. There's, there's a lot of four and two, four and two matchups, four and two, three and three matchups. Um, it's it's gonna be a big matchup. Both of us really, really want to win this one. Braden, you're not a must win, but you're damn close. This league, uh, you're a must win every week. It feels like, yeah, honestly. yeah. This is <laughs> this is four playoff spots. This league is so freaking cutthroat. It's crazy. It's tough to I get love, in. I love that it's so cutthroat. Yeah, it is. Every, like every other league, they let anyone into the playoffs. And then, and then it's also yeah. a two-week playoff. You have yeah. to be good two weeks in a row. Yeah, it really rewards the best of the best. Yeah. <laughs> it's been Just a huge learning people. curve, honestly. I've never played in a league like this, but it's great. I'm, I'm catching on, so it's it's awesome. Like we've you had have it. to be the number one team to league. You can't like get into the playoffs as the four, five, six seed. I mean, there is no five and six seed. And then still win. Like, you have to be. Yeah, really you, you need to be top three for sure. Because if you can get past the number two guy, you can beat the number one guy in two weeks. Maybe. Maybe. And it makes it hard to, even your draft strategy changes, because it makes it hard to just, like, you know, get, you know, wait and see if you can get guys on waivers and build your team out, you know, because sometimes you can go for those strategies. But this, it's like, you want to go for boom, you know, the highest ceiling guys and just hope for the best. But well, let's Anyways. get into this thing, Braden. Yeah, I want to know. I'm stalling. Who, I guess who's the better fantasy owner, and who's going to win this matchup? <laughs> Gary, for as long as I've for, for as, as long as I'm, I've played with Braden, thus far, I have been the better fantasy owner. Oh. Uh, he does have a championship in the in the Shad Dynasty League. That's auction. It's uh, Dynasty, obviously. Um, you have you have an awesome team there. You drafted really well. You're a savvy owner. You're you're quick to 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 get hot guys. You're all you're hot guys. <laughs> I love hot guys. <laughs> yeah, Brayden loves getting those hot quick. guys. They're quick. Uh, but you know, you're, you're always fast on the waivers. You're fast on Twitter. It's like, oh, this guy's hurt. Brayden's on it. Um, you're good. You're a good fantasy owner. However, this has been my league for like seven years. It's been my. It's I've been in this league for twelve years. I've won three times. That's twenty five percent of the years we've been running this thing. I went back to back recently. I, I deserved to be in the playoffs last year, and I wasn't. I was a top scorer. This year, little iffy, but I can still come back. I, I can. I can work with, with this thing. Um, I, I think I've got a four year sample size to show that I'm the better fantasy owner. Compelling in this there, league, right? um, but anyways, uh, no, uh, <laughs> but no, honestly, I mean, it's honestly hard to be cocky when I'm like one of the lowest points for teams in the league right now. And, uh, but I do feel like my team's on the upswing. I think I could have a really strong second half here with Kenneth Walker and everything, but I, it's very clear that I'm the underdog in this matchup, but, um, I feel like my team is going to catch hot and straight up. I think that I can pull this one off and I think I could end up in the playoffs and maybe not you, Garrett. I mean, it is anyone's league, but I want it to be known on the record through six weeks, I've outscored Braden by 200 points and I'm only <laughs> one game up on him. 
<laughs> Zach, are you the, you're the leader in scoring, right? I, I do have the most points scored this year. And you're four and two or three and four and two. Okay, nice. I got to throw yeah, a little I mean, disclaimer. My top tight end and my Jonathan Taylor and everyone's been out. So we'll see. Hopefully when Taylor comes back, I hit a hot spurt. But yeah, it's been rough sledding so far. But thankfully I'm in it three and three and let's have a strong second half, baby. Yeah, I mean, specifically for this week, do you match up well against your opponent? Like, do you have faith in your guys in your starting lineup? Or, Garrett, you just made a trade. I mean, who, who's going to win this week? I, I, I have faith. Um, I've got a lot of faith this week. I think I think one reason why is um, my team has really been being held back. Uh, Braden, you talked about injury. Um but I've had I haven't had a bad injury, but I've had just really bad performances. <laughs> I, I thought I drafted well. The players just haven't been playing that good, so I shook some things up. Uh, I mean, obviously Christian McCaffrey, Travis Kelsey, but the reason I think I'm going to win this week and who's going to be my top scorer. So Zach's next question: Justin Herbert is going to be back as a top three quarterback this week, rest of season, playing Seattle. Their defense hasn't been that good. The Chargers' defense hasn't been that good. This thing's going to be high scoring. I'm getting 30-plus from Justin Herbert this week to give me that win. Manifest to Garrett. You're going to need it because I'm going to great on my lineup this week, baby. I got some great matchups, um, especially if Taylor's back. If Taylor's back, I'm feeling really good because I got Kenneth Walker against the Chargers. That's going to be a great game. Obviously, if they're putting up 30, you know, they're going to be there's going to be a lot going on. I assume it's a shootout. Um, you got Tom Brady, great matchup against Carolina, just got torched. Um, you know, little iffy about Curl and Sutton because I got Gabe Davis on bye, but Godwin, that Godwin stack plus Kittle has been on fire against KC, uh, Mostert against Pittsburgh. I mean, you expect Miami to lead there and have a have a great go. And um, if I could get Taylor back, I'd sub him in for Jeff Wilson. I'd be feeling really good. So we'll see what happens. But I'm I'm feeling upset potential this week. All right. This is this is a tight one. I mean, if there's some big ifs, if this guy plays, if this guy's good, there's some big ifs. I could go either way. Uh, Garrett, that trade for Kelsey doesn't look too bad this week right now. I, I'm pretty happy with Kelsey and McCaffrey going to the week. Uh, Andrews did log another, did not practice today, which was super odd. After we both looked at the news before the trade, and there was like, oh, he said he's. Just personal day, game the day off, but out again. So, I, yeah, it, it's tough to tell. Um, at this point in the in the battle, I'm not really sure who I would give the matchup to. So I'm going to take this one a little bit more on the personal side. Um, <laughs> and I've got two questions for both of you. Um, we were just at a wedding that had a live band. I want to know who is the better wedding dancer out of you two. Oh man! It definitely depends on the party. Like if Braden knows these people better, no question. Like if Braden, if Braden knows them the same exact level as me, no question. Braden's the better wedding dancer. However, <laughs> you're just more hyped. People get like more hyped around you. Uh, but <laughs> if I know the people better, like for example, this weekend. I got to put myself on the top there. Like if, if this is Justin, this is Keaton, this is Zach, this is Tanner, Corbin, these weddings that you also get to go to, that's my shit. Like I, that's, that's, that's where, that's, that's where I'm, I'm, I'm the best. 
You're then, throwing it down a little extra hard, feeling good. <laughs> you jump on the same level. You're better than me. I was gonna. I was gonna say. I think I consistently am more willing to make myself look like a fool and go hard at times. But I, I'll give you. I'll give you this week. I'll give you last week on the wedding. Because uh, yeah, you were you were going down on the floor. <laughs> it, it was a blast. Um, but maybe also somewhat related to to this. Uh, final question: uh, Which of you is the better gambler? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Well, I was on a roll last week, but then uh, I ended up losing. And we were like, oh, we'll wait for the girls. We'll just keep playing. And then I ended up losing all my games. Those words were said multiple times. Um, (laughs) Again, this is tough. We've only really done it one time ever. Um, But just based (laughs) off of winnings, (laughs) I mean, I got to say me. Um, I just managed my money better and I I played better. (laughs) Came out on top. Um, Brayden, the the real reason you were up what you were up is you, you threw a few... One or fives on those luckies, and you got one to hit big, and then from there on out, Two. you just had a stack of cash. Those are and great. Then you were good to go. Uh, I, I, big was, then. I was the slow gain the entire time, just little by little by little, just kept growing, and then right at the end, I just started getting it all. Yeah, that was the That's most great. I'd thrown down on antis, but I was feeling good because I had the extra cash. But then you lose it just as fast as you're throwing down, so that was the, the problem. We rolled a few waves there, but. I mean, I'm a little biased, but I felt like I was better, but didn't uh, should have just pulled out when I was when I had, was way ahead. That's the That's issue. I'll say. Yeah, if we go up, uh, most point one uh, money at any time goes to Braden, but also most money lost goes to Braden. Right. So uh, you didn't lose money at all. Right, you, yeah, you, you won can't. money on the weekend. Right. But uh, only fifteen bucks. Ups and downs. Big big roller coaster there. Zach, you missed one really important thing to end that night. By the way, okay. I had a fifty dollar dining card. Oh yeah, that I was planning to use for brunch the next morning. Yep. We're like, nah, we're hungry. It's two or three a.m. and they have a twenty-four hour fast food place in the casino, Ooh. and it was fire. Yeah, <laughs> we, we bought it for all four of us. Okay. Yeah, we bought chicken strip baskets, cheese curds, sandwiches. It nice. was pretty good. It was so good. It was it was so freaking good. <laughs> Thank you for yeah, spot at three a.m. Now, I'd like to say that everyone here is a winner because, you know, we are all winners. We're all friends. We're having a good time. But there can only be one. And my decision is final. The person who won this battle and who will win this week's matchup (laughs) because it works every single week is Garrett. Yes! I need this! (laughs) It was only I'm not talking as much trash as he was. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, well, guys, I've been out of the talk trash for a while. I was like week two, yeah, so Garrett I was hungry. I mean, I'm, I've, I've been, been waiting to get back in this thing. I've been like back to back to back to back, and I'm like, oh, me again, dang! Like, <laughs> like I'm an underdog every <laughs> time so far. <laughs> you guys are going to be out the next two weeks. Keaton is going to be co-hosting the pod with me. Um, so yeah, we we had to we had to hear you guys jaw one more time. But, uh, fellas, I mean, I guess just a quick thing before we, we get in our cold, cold picks of the week. Vikes, 5-1, and one, going into the bye. It's a fun time to be a Vikings fan. Skull Vikes. Woo! Skull Vikes. Um, even if we go 500 from here on the, on the way out, we finish with 10 or 11 wins and might win the North. Yep. Love that. Uh, I, guys, we're, look, we're looking pretty good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, it, 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 they've, been, they've been a little sloppy. Uh, but they, they score when it matters. They are playing big in big moments. 
Um, and they are pulling out wins when they need to and when it doesn't look like we're going to. And good teams win tough games. We're 5-1. and one. We're going into the bye. We're coming back. We're playing Arizona. I think that's a very winnable game. And then we've got one more pretty easy one. I mean, we could really be looking at 7-1 and one right here. And if you're 7-1, and one, that's a hell of a start to the season. You're set. Set me up. Yeah, I, um, you know, it's really weird because we haven't had one of those, you know, decisive big blowout victories like the, pa- you know, since the Packers game, really. So, um, you know, it's hard to feel like, oh, we're one of the top teams in the league, even with our record. But at the same time, I think that shows, well, like you said, we're getting these tough wins. And I just feel like um, that shows great coaching. And that shows that after the bye, potentially, we have a ton of, you know, potential to really find a groove and really hit a stride. So I think offensively, we still have, you know, more potential to pull out of it. So I'm, I'm excited. I think I think we can really come out strong. Yeah, we had 10 three and outs last game, uh, but we still managed to win like 24-16 or something like that. Um, so, yeah, I think that the, the sky's the limit. We got a lot of winnable games on the schedule other than at Bills. It's the only chalk Yeah, loss. I mean, we, we come out of the bye with Cardinals, Commanders, Bills. You're 7-1 going to that Bills game. That's Let's fine. go. You, you can drop the Bills. You can drop, and you can drop that Bills but game. the Bills might be a little scary yeah. to you, I guess, if yeah. you're 7-1. But you're there. You're in Buffalo. That's even harder. All right. This week, Vikings are on by. Who wins? I mean, the Vikings, man. They get they get they get the rest they need. Come back. Be ready for a second half push. Big Vikings guy this week. I like that. Um, I'm gonna say we, the fans, win this week because we also get some R and R. Okay, we don't. Get our blood pressure up from watching the Vikings sweat it out in fourth quarter. Instead, we do that for our fantasy team, the yeah, Red Zone. Yeah, we get, to, we get to do a little R&R this weekend, recoup. Um, it's, a, it's a W for the fans. Uh, me and Braden, as you guys know, are in Spain next week, next two weeks. Um, we will be back for the second Vikings game, but we're going to miss that Cardinals game. Or we're going to try to stream it. We don't know what the streaming situation is going to be like in Spain. I can get you a link. I think well, I'm okay. But, uh, I think I have a, I'll have good cellular, so I think we're good. Yes. Let's do it. Um, we we got to see it. So, but what you didn't mention, Gary, is when we get back, we're gonna also start recording a Spanish alternate version of the podcast because we're gonna be fluent by the time <laughs> we get back. So, be on the lookout for that, listeners. It checks out. <laughs> um. All right. I I think that we just got to keep moving things along here, guys. It's time to make our stone cold picks of the week. Um. What do we want to do? Our, oh, we already the funny unique words of the week. The what are nope, the outside the for? Oh, okay, my bad. We're we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna lock in our, I'm jumping in our sleepers here. Um, Garrett, you want to start with uh, a guy that's outside the top twelve that you want to lock in as your start of the week? Alan Lazard, baby, ranked wide receiver sixteen this week. Green Bay has a great matchup against Washington. As much as I love seeing the downfall of Green Bay and especially Aaron Rodgers, I do think that he's going to turn it around to an extent. Uh, Lazard has four touchdowns in five games. It's as simple as that. He's been finding the end zone. I think he's probably going to find it again this week. I think it's a good bet. Wide receiver two play with wide receiver one upside. I could totally see him jumping into that wide receiver one range this week, but absolutely start. I love it. I've got him in my lineup. Might be why I'm points leader in our league. Who knows? My start of the week, Zeke Elliott against Detroit. It's at home. It's ranked RB17 this week. 
I mean, Detroit, it's just a cake matchup for running backs. They're 31st in the league against uh, running backs or, or fantasy scoring. And Zeke has been getting all the volume. He finally got a touchdown and had a, had a solid game last week. And, you know, I expect him to feast against Detroit. Before we move on, um, last week you jumped in. You got Damian Harrison ahead of me. <laughs> and I did Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah, great. Ramondre Stevenson goes off <laughs> against the Lions. <laughs> Damian got hurt very early in the I, game. I, I came in and I saw that Zach had Ezekiel Elliott down. I so badly wanted to do Tony Pollard and make it 2-2. <laughs> two two. It so could happen. I, I, I didn't do it, but uh, I like Alan Lazard's matchup better. But uh, I, I would have loved that. That's that great. Brandon, who do you got? I chose Aaron Jones. Um, I think that finally, hopefully, Rogers is going to stop trying to play hero ball and realize the best guy in the offense really is Aaron Jones and um, just feed him. I mean, honestly, and I mean, I feel like this is a game where they really could go on autopilot. Autopilot. They have Taylor Heineke starting, and I think they could just do some short tosses to Aaron Jones, and it's going to be one of his big thirty-point boom games. So. Um, it's mostly a gut call, but I mean, the, the Washington, the commander's defense hasn't been anything special either. So I, I really think it's going to be a bigger in Jones game. Yeah. At, at least one of those Packers is, is going to have uh, a big week. So I'm, I'm pretty sure at least one of you will be right. If not both Garrett, who's your sit of the week? Talked about him earlier as a, as a potential buy low, who I maybe don't think is that low, but he's going to be after this week. So if you want to buy him, wait one more week. DeAndre Swift going up against Dallas. Dallas has been above average against running backs in fantasy this year. Um, I don't love DeAndre coming off of an injury um, just to get, come back and have a big game right away. I think he'll definitely be eased back in. Um, Detroit loves Jamal Williams, man. They, uh, they're they going to give him the red zone carries. I think he'll probably just have more carries in general um, than usual. Um, so I'd, sit, I'd consider sitting DeAndre Swift. It's bi-week hell. You probably don't have a better option, um, but I, I'd, I'd consider it. Yeah, if he's ruled with like a game-time decision, maybe that could push him out of your, your starting lineup. And Jamal, he's the he's the glue guy there. They just love him in the locker room. So, yeah, it's a, it's a buy-low situation maybe after this week. But my sit of the week, David Montgomery. Um, he's at New England Monday night. <laughs> tough matchup. It's a very tough <laughs> matchup. <laughs> Um, Montgomery had a bad week last week against, uh, the Manders. And so, uh, yeah, Patriots run D is good. The Bears aren't very good. Um, I don't think they're going to score a lot of points. Let's miss it. Braden, I'm not going to lie. I'm really hoping Deion Jackson, uh, plays this week. And Jonathan Taylor sits. I get to switch that out re- right quick and we're going to be good to go. Man, <laughs> savage move. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ayuk and the flex could work out and actually fit in with my sit call because it could be thrown a lot, but... Um, I, I'm picking Jeff Wilson. Uh, you know, they showed it last week. Jeff doesn't catch passes. He's a positive game script guy. If they get behind, they're going to completely abandon the run and they're going to throw the ball. And I think that's exactly what's going to happen in KC. Uh, I think it could be a huge game for the for the 49ers pass catchers. I think Kittle's going to hit a stride. I think I, Garoppolo showed last week he can support all three pass catchers in one of these kinds of scripts. So uh, I think they're going to be behind big and they're going to be tossing. So, um I really hoping that Jonathan Taylor plays so I can play him against Garrett and he can't play Deion Jackson <laughs> against me. <laughs> I'm not dropping him until I have to, <laughs> until I know Jonathan Taylor's playing. <laughs> Garrett, who's your sleeper this, this week, guy outside the top 25? Uh, Brian Robinson. 
plays against Green Bay. Although I think Green Bay is going to get ahead uh, in this game, I don't think that their offense is going to just like completely dominate. I don't think this is going to be like a 35 to 14 situation. Uh, I think it'll be somewhat low scoring, 24 points, 21, 24, 14, something like that. But Ryan, Ryan Robinson is going to get going to get the ball. Um, Washington showed that last week that they're committed to him. That's his backfield. He just got shot, came off the IR, and he was still ahead of Antonio Gibson. <laughs> just Bullet gave got all the carries. Um, Green Bay has been just killed on the ground this year. So I like this matchup for I – th- I think both running backs are actually going to have a pretty decent game, but I'd feel very comfortable starting Brian Robinson. Is his, like, walkout song bulletproof? Uh, <laughs> it would be terrible, but also <laughs> super cool. Yeah, I, I would own that for sure. Um, my sleeper of the week, Jamal Williams at Dallas. So Garrett is sitting DeAndre Swift. I'm s- starting Jamal Williams as my sleeper. Um, he's ranked RB31. Uh, I really only picked him because I, I just don't like Swift coming back off the injury. And there's no good flex options this week. I mean, a lot of good teams on by. So banking on Jamal getting a touchdown here. I've been pretty bad with my sleepers. So let's just probably don't listen to what I have to say. <laughs> um, Braden, who's your sleeper? Oh, man. I, I chose Terry McLaurin. Uh, I think they're going to be behind against Green Bay. Um, and Taylor Heineke showed that when he was the quarterback, he f- heavily focused on Terry, treated him as the alpha. And so um, I think it's good, that's going to continue. So I think he's this, he was really boomer bust last year, but I think he has a boom game this week. So that's my Great statement. point. I like uh, that you, you said Heineke is going to be starting there because Carson Wentz is out and they have a, a former relationship. It's a, it's a good pick. Last thing, uh, you know, kind of our unique pick of the week, just a quick one answer, tell me who it is. Uh, just what RB outside of the top four guys, Saquon, Eckler, McCaffrey, Henry, what, uh, what running backs going to be the top scorer this week? Garrett, Zeke, Ooh, Raiden, Josh Jacobs. I got Kenneth Walker, the third. All right, boys. Um, we'll see, we'll see what running back scores the most. Uh, but now it's time to get into our dank flex plays. Just a quick rapid fire, uh, pick them. We're going to tell you the matchup. And a flex position guy from from either team, and you pick them. Garrett, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Lions at Cowboys. Jamal Williams or Michael Gallup? Uh, Jamal Williams. Giants at Jags. Wandale Robinson or James Robinson? Man, it's tough. Uh, James Robinson. Colts at Titans. Alec Pierce or Robert Woods? Alec Pierce. Packers at Commanders. AJ Dillon or Brian Robinson? Brian Robinson. Chiefs at Niners. Juju Smith Schuster or Brandon Ayuk? I own them both. Starting Brandon Ayuk. All right. <laughs> Braden, are you ready? Yeah. Lions at Cowboys, Jamal Williams or Michael Gallup? Swift starting on Michael Michael Gallup. Yeah, I'll go Michael. Giants at Jags, Wandel Robinson or James Robinson? I'm liking Wandale. Colts at Titans, Alec Pierce or Robert Woods? I will go Alec Pierce. Uh, Packers at Commanders, A.J. Dillon or Brian Robinson? I'm going to go A.J. Dillon. Chiefs at Niners, Juju or Brandon Ayuk? Brandon Ayuk. Zach? Lions at Cowboys, Jamal Williams or Michael Gallup? Michael Gallup. Ooh, Giants at Jags, Wandale Robinson or James Robinson? Wandale Robinson. Colts at Titans, Alec Pierce or Robert Woods? Alec Pierce. Packers at Commanders, A.J. Dillon or Brian Robinson? A.J. Dillon. Chiefs at Niners, Juju or Brandon Ayuk? Juju. Ooh. 
We were only consensus on Alec Pierce. That's the only one that all of us picked. All right. Um, yeah, I kind of hedged my bet with Jamal Williams versus Michael Gallup there. Yeah. <laughs> um, we finally made it to the end of the show. It's time for the munchies. All what, right. what are we munching on this week, Garrett? We have the Cheetos Mexican street corn. Okay. <laughs> um, do you have expecta- high expectations? No. <laughs> um, okay. I like Mexican street corn as like a flavor um, on chips or, or just, no, like just, just, like, just like in general. Of course. Um, who doesn't like Mexican street corn? Yeah. Um, I have, I don't have high expectations <laughs> for this, um, but Cheetos are typically good. Right. I don't have very many bad Cheetos. Let's I love a low taste. I have high hopes. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that kind of slaps. It's definitely got um, a lot of like flavorings or powders on it. It's unique. I mean, it doesn't taste like a normal chew at all. It's definitely... I like it. It's not bad. Yeah. Like, I'm feeling that flavor that day. Like, I would pick up a bag of this instead of the normal Cheetos, I think. If I'm like... I'm, I'm feeling low today today. And this is for sure over corn popcorn. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Would you pick these over regular Cheetos? I might take these over regular Cheetos. Yeah. But I, they, definitely, they, I definitely would not take them over Flamin' Hot. No. They're in between no, the yeah. two, I think. I like the, the the zesty. There's a little bit of heat somehow from the from Mexican street corn flavor. <laughs> it's definitely interesting. It's good. It's That's interesting. Such a, it's good. a little bit chilly. I don't know if any of us are going to give this a ten out of ten. But Garrett, have you had enough to know what you want to rate them? Yeah, I need to pull up the rankings from previous stuff too. <laughs> like it's just I need I need to start doing that. I yeah. need to make sure I I'm comparing to what is better and worse than. Okay. Um I think it's better than a lot of snacks that we've had. It's pretty good. I don't know if it's like in the top half or not though. It's close. It's Yeah, it's unique, guys. Um I mean, Braden, do you want to give us a score? I like I could honestly see me going between normal Cheetos and this, like depending on my mood. I what would I even give normal Cheetos? So I it, it's got to be a it's in the eights. I think it's in the eights. Um, I probably give it like an eight point three or an eight point four. I think it's I've got a little stingier with my scores since my early tens, but <laughs> I think uh, I think eight point three is a good good bet. Yeah, right. you know I I think that I would rather have the cheese it grew zesty ranch, so I can't go that high. Yep. But I think these are... I can't... Is this as good as the cheese puffs? I don't think so. I think the, the jalapeno cheese puffs were better. I'd yeah, I think cheese puffs. Yep. Yeah. I think that this is a 8.4. Yeah. Now, I gave those, those Zesty Cheddar Ranch uh, Cheese It Grooves last week a 7.9. I, I feel like these are the exact same. I'm going to give this a 7.9. I think, uh, depending on the mood, whichever bag I walk by, uh, I would grab it and eat it. 
Um, would you eat the entire bag? Would you crush the bag in one sitting? Yes. It's Whenever I eat a whole bag of Cheetos, I always feel sick afterwards. I probably wouldn't. But it's lighter than normal <laughs> Cheetos, so I feel like it's more crushable than normal Cheetos. I think it's slightly more crushable than normal Cheetos. I have hammered many a Flamin' Hot Cheetos bags in one night. So I definitely think that I could eat this whole bag in one sitting, for sure. It's 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 got the goods. I, I say it's worth a try. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad you All guys right. like it. I didn't know if you were going to like it or not. I, it, it blew my expectations out of the water. I was thinking like a four or five, and it, it came through with that, you know, kind of around that eight level. So I like them. Heck yeah. That's good. Um, well, you guys are on vacation the next two weeks. Me and Keaton are going to try to hold down the fort, you know, see if we can really boost some viewership. We got a, a fun matchup next week between the twins, one who just got married, Jesse and Justin. Man, I'm so sad that I'm going to be, like, missing that. Yeah, we got to make sure to, like, tweet that out, get people to know that we got the, the twin face off. It's going to be a great episode. Uh, it, I think it might be one of our – it's definitely going to be our best um, want to talk trash. Oh, yeah. Jesse is to... going to bring it. They're going to come with like pre-written stuff. Jesse is going to absolutely destroy Justin on this podcast, in I, my opinion. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure Justin comes prepared. All right, this is yep. not it's not going to be a, any pushover battle. No, it's it's going to be great. You guys you guys don't want to miss that. But I'm me and Braden unfortunately do. Uh, but we will listen, obviously. Oh, for sure. Um, we are going to try to call in our picks. That'd be fun. Um, but yeah, see if I can figure out the audio, clipping it all in, making sure it sounds good. Doing yep. all the producing work to yep. <laughs> give you the content you need. We're not going to wake up at 3 a.m. and give it to you. So <laughs> we're going to, we're going to have to figure it out ahead of time. It's <laughs> all good. I wouldn't be surprised if Jesse does a full interpretive dance of him, like killing Justin <laughs> in fantasy or something. <laughs> the slam poetry book might come out. <laughs> we're going to we'll tweet it out if it does. <laughs> um, well, have fun on your vacation, fellas. Always good to chat with you. Um, we'll miss you, but until then, uh, later, dudes. Later, dude. Later. <laughs>